I'm joined by former Mississippi State quarterback John Bond, who was a redshirt freshman quarterback uh, when the Bulldogs won 6-3 against Alabama in 1980. John, are you surprised that people still want to talk about that game? Uh, sort of, you know. Oh, and I was a true freshman, no red shirt. True freshman, man. My research yeah. was wrong. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I read yeah. red shirt in there somewhere. Yeah, I was, uh, yeah, I had just been, in fact, uh, Bear Bryant had just been to my house about six, eight months earlier and, um, uh, you know, was recruiting me. So, uh, uh, that was the first time I'd seen him since. Well, <laughs> how, how did you say no to Bear Bryant? Uh, a lot of people. I, I told my daddy he had to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was very difficult because my dad got his, his doctorate from Alabama and, you know, and everybody in the South at that time loved Bear Bryant. I mean, my mom was a big Bear Bryant fan and, and my dad too. So, I mean, it was, uh, it, it was difficult to tell him no. Well, again, um, I know that they had won what 28 straight at that time, number one, uh, in the nation, but, uh, you know, when, when you're that age, did you understand uh, how big that win might be in the history of Mississippi State football that, that we're still talking about it? You know, it's uh, at that time, not really. You know, it was, um, uh, you know, you, you, you're brash and you, you think you can, you know, solve the world's problems when you're that old. And, and uh, I just thought it was kind of normal, you know. <laughs> we, it's, uh, you know, and then, then you start hearing stories, you know, we hadn't beat them in like 24 years. And say, well, that gone, man. Maybe it was a, was a pretty, pretty big deal. <laughs> well, I want to get into the game here, of course, but tell us a little bit about what you're doing now, St. Joe and coaching. Yeah. Uh, how, how are things going? Well, they're going good. We, uh, we've got two district games left, and, and uh, you know, we hadn't missed the playoffs yet since I've been here, and hopefully we're not going to miss them this year. we got to, we got to get these next two, and, and uh, you know, big night for the seniors Friday night. So, so uh, uh, we're starting to get a little hot on offense, so it's, uh, maybe we're peaking at the right time. It's really hard to start talking about high school football in terms of wrapping up, but I know we're, we're getting to that on the calendar, and, uh, and the people who yeah. don't these games will be wrapping up. Um, Alabama and State uh, obviously coming up uh, Saturday night uh, in uh, start. Well, I, I was a ninth grader, John, uh, in Denham Springs, Louisiana, when I, I heard that uh, you guys had, had won that game. Uh, and I've learned more about it uh, as I've been in Mississippi. Got to Mississippi in, in 89. Uh, I know Tyrone Keys had the hit. Billy Jackson recovered the fumble. But you guys ran one play after that. And, uh, yeah. and, and it was a fumble. Now, yeah. was how close was Alabama to recovering? Could they have recovered for a touchdown? Because y'all were like lining up almost in the end zone. Yeah, it was, it was, uh, we were on like the two. Um, but a lot of people don't know that, uh, that their number 50, who I can't remember his name, but he was, he was actually hovering over the ball. He was offsides if they wanted to call offsides. And, um, and he's, if you look closely at the film, he slapped the ball right as Kent snapped it and it went, it shot right by me. I never even touched it. So, uh, um, you know, I, and then the refs, they just, they flew out of there. They hightailed it. They didn't want to, <laughs> they didn't want that mayhem. Well, I'll tell you, it's it was hard to pick that up on that old YouTube click. Uh, yeah. but, uh, that was, that was something else. I, I know that y'all both were running the wishbone that day. Why, why were y'all so much better at it? I tell you, they uh, they had a tremendous, tremendous defense. But we had that year, we had faced 
like we started that little run we had, we started with Miami and they had the number one rushing defense in the country and we went up and down the field on them. So I think everything was just clicking at the right time. And uh, I think I rushed for a, a hundred that day, but my longest was like, you know, 25. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I tell people, you know, that was a bloodletting and every time we played them was a bloodletting, but uh, that one ended up our way. And yeah. And our defense was so, so good um in 1980 and i i always coach had to come tell me to get on the phone because i wanted to watch our defense play that's you know so i had to go you know head hey coach you know bruce aarons wants to talk to you upstairs or you know whoever and and uh uh so he'd, i'd have to go over there and get on the phone but i want i loved watching our defense play that year it was it was fantastic well i tell you what they obviously played very well in that game Emory Ballard, uh, state's coach, was credited with uh, inventing the wishbone when he was at Texas. Isn't that right? Correct. Uh, were, were y'all uh, – did that just naturally make you guys more proficient in running it? Did you have an advantage there? Because I know uh, by that time there were several other teams running. Right. And and I remember this still to this day is that uh, uh, Coach Ballard kind of helped a lot with the defense that week. And, uh, you know, he said, I, I invented the wishbone. I, I know how it works and I know how to stop it. And – and one of the things I remember him saying is you can't stop it from the outside in. You have to stop it from the inside out. And I think Johnny Cooks, who was our middle linebacker, had like 20 tackles that, that game. And, and uh, so I think that was – Johnny had a lot to do with uh, stopping that wishbone attack from Alabama. When you watch these offenses today, uh, you know, it, was, it was strange. Again, I saw a little YouTube clip on the game. But it was strange watching teams in huddles. You know, and yeah. you see these offenses today, tempo and and right. uh, a lot of teams not huddling at all. Uh, do you think uh, the wishbone, uh, that type of emphasis on option football, could that make a comeback one day? Well, it, it probably won't, but uh, I, I think it would still work. I think the way the kids look at their future now, you know, and the way it, it's, you know, I went to Mississippi State because I love Mississippi State. And, uh, you know, I grew up in Starkville and Kermit Davis was my next door neighbor and, and all that kind of stuff. So that's the main reason why I came back to Starkville. But, but I think recruiting and getting a guy to come be the trigger guy, I just don't think that's, that's going to happen. Kids are smarter than I was these days. <laughs> hey, you, okay, true freshman, playing Alabama, number one, 28 straight wins. I mean, I, I know you guys were not expected to win that game. Um, why were you able to make all the right reads? Why, why were you not uh, a little more intimidated on that stage? Well, I, I don't know that I necessarily made all the right ones. I, I'm sure I, I flubbed up a couple, and, and I think we put the ball on the ground once, I think. And, and I remember that because uh, we had put a play in that week that was a – I was supposed to keep it, and I, and I handed it off, and, and Michael wasn't expecting it. So, so I made some mistakes in that game as well. But I think um, – uh, uh, just we had a little bit more athletic ability. Um, I think we had some some guys that uh, could make some plays that uh, hadn't been there before. And, and um, our defense, like I said, our defense carried us. Now, now Johnny will say he won all all eleven games that that year, you know. But uh, but we did have to put some points on the board against people like LSU and Miami and stuff like that. But but six was enough that day, and it was that was fantastic. Well, what. Uh... What stood out to you then about Alabama's defense that you were facing? That gum, man, they were, they had all Americans all over the place. Um, you know, EJ Jr. and all those guys, it, it was just, 
you know, I think I got, and Tommy Wilcox, and, you know, and he was a quarterback from Louisiana, but they had him at safety. And I think he gave me a hip pointer that day. And um, uh, I mean, just the way they hit and as intense they were on every play, um, uh, you could not take a snap off. If you took a snap off, you were going to get an ear hole. And it was on, on our side of the ball too, as well. You know, our defense was that way. Very, very intense. And, and, uh, and I think once we got through that first half, they realized they were in the fight and it got worse. <laughs> now you guys uh, had some drives deep into their territory. As I recall, I think one of those yeah. field goals was pretty short. Um, was it frustrating to not be able to punch it in and, and finish those drives for touchdowns? Yes, it was. Um, uh, you know, I think I threw a pick in the end zone one time. Um, but yeah, between the tens, it, it was a heck of a ball game, you know, but you get down about the 10 or the 15 and, and uh, things start to tighten up. And that was, that was one criticism of the wishbone because you've got, you don't have the depth of the field to work with now. You know, you're all piled up and you got a lot, a lot of folks around the ball right now. And, and it's hard to account for all of them um, uh, when you get closer to the goal line. So it was frustrating. And, and we did uh, like to score from further out, you know, um, but uh, uh, they were just, they're just really good. They were a really good ball club. You know, you're not number one team in the nation for nothing. Now, uh, Alabama, that last drive, I think, started from around midfield. They got in a little hurry up there. You know, it was unusual yep. uh, at, at, that, uh, at that time. Uh, how hard was it for you to watch that drive from the sideline? Ooh, it was scary. It was scary, but I knew those guys that we had. You know, we had Larry Friday back there, which was, at the time, he was a free safety. He was 6'5", 225 pounds and a free safety. And, you know, that was unheard of back then. I mean, and uh, uh, but we had some great DBs that uh that really stepped up and and they they bent a little bit but they didn't break and and like you said they got down to the i guess the two yard line or three and and uh, uh we really tightened up well what do you remember about the play do you remember how tyrone got through to make the hit yeah it looked like he came through clean you know it's uh i, I think he got uh, i don't i think he was the read guy and I think he got right at the mesh point and boom, popped it out because they did try to run the, the triple. And I think he hit, and that's a tough, tough read for a quarterback when that guy is coming at you 800 miles an hour and, and his helmet's about ball high. And, and it's tough to tell if he's coming for you or if he's going for that fullback. And it's, and it, Don probably, you know, rode him in there a, a little bit too long and he put the, his hat on the ball and it popped loose. Well, it did. And, and again, you know, I'm trying to, pick up some things from a YouTube clip uh, uh, from a, uh, many years ago. And, and I just know he kind of came into the screen, comes yeah. in the screen uh, from the end, came in fast, uh, as you say there. Uh, how loud was the stadium at that time? It was it was pretty loud. But, uh, you know, I, th I think, uh, you know, there at the end, they called them on that, on that drive you're talking about. They called them for a delay of game. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and then they he went over and and Coach Bryant talked him out of it. <laughs> I saw that <laughs> he, he waved back. it off. Yeah, there, yeah, no no foul. That was uh, I guess yeah. that that Alabama respect that you get. But they hit a couple of passes uh, on that they drive. They they got in a got in a hurry there. So uh, big play. But that wasn't the only turnover, man. You know that Mississippi State defense I think forced uh, three other fumbles that that day. I mean, what uh, what were your yeah. guys doing defensively to kind of create those? I tell you, you know, it's everybody talks about Oxford and Starkville being close, but we're closer to Tuscaloosa, you know, or about the same, you know, and and uh, 
it is a rivalry which is that every year year in year out that was the um uh the most physical football game on both sides of the ball every year and and i remember going on my recruiting trip to alabama and don jacobs was actually my the guy that took me around and showed me around and all that the only reason he did that is because he was had an acl injury from the mississippi state game that year <laughs> so so i mean it is year in and year out the most physical football game and it uh and it proved to be that that day as well all right so that a uh, very physical game i was going to ask you about that uh how did you feel the next day i mean uh, what kind of toll does that physicality take well i tell you i um the adrenaline lasted for about three days so i i actually uh you know on thursday coach Blard told us he said fellas if y'all win this ball game on saturday I'm I, I'm not gonna have to see y'all till Tuesday, and I looked at Kent and I said, "Man, we're gonna win this game Saturday." <laughs> so, uh, yeah. but I uh, but I got a, a hip pointer, and I had no idea what it was, but I just knew that this big blue, I mean, it was huge. It was about the size of a volleyball on my hip, just solid blue. And uh, but I wasn't gonna tell anybody because I was getting in my car and driving to Athens, Georgia, after that ball game to see my buddies. You know, Buck Blue. I grew up next door in, in Valdosta. And, and I had just played an all-star game with Herschel Walker. So I knew those guys and I was going to see them. And the boy, they hugged my neck <laughs> when I got to Georgia. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I didn't really feel anything until about Tuesday when we got back. Well, hey, what was the confidence level like for you guys before that game? I, I know y'all uh, had a good season, but uh, it wasn't that much earlier in the season. Y'all had lost a big game to Southern Miss. Yep. And Alabama had just warm out pretty good. I mean, emotionally, right. what were you guys thinking going into the game? Right. Well, I'm, I mean, we were thinking about those losses. And, um, uh, you know, the seniors had a meeting, and and, and when uh, they called it, they pulled me and Johnny Cooks in there <laughs> to the senior meeting after that that loss to uh, Southern Miss. And uh, and and they they uh, put some stuff in their pipe, and they said, this is what we're going to do, and, and we're going to have at it, and we ain't losing another game. And, uh, and that's the way it was, you know, it's, uh, and they had that mindset from that point, from that, when we were smoking that peace pipe, <laughs> he said, man, we're not losing another game. I said, all right, I'm with you. And that's kind of the way we went with it. You know, there's a, a younger generation in Mississippi now that doesn't know much about big games being played in Jackson like that. Right. Uh, yeah. so, so many were uh, at that time. Uh, what was the routine like for you guys when you had a Jackson game? Uh, we loved it because it was just, you know, we got on that Greyhound bus and, man, we uh, – well, I guess for the first two years of my stay at Mississippi State, we got on the trace. And I'm telling you, our bus driver, it was a Reverend Brown, and, uh, and, and he would go, it seemed like 100 miles an hour, and we'd get here in about an hour and 15 minutes. And we loved that trip, and we stayed right over there at the Ramada, which uh, I, I think I'm not even sure if it's it's there anymore. But just all the hype and the parking, and the, you know, and going through all the crowd. I mean, I loved it. I really loved games on campus, but it was a lot of fun coming to Jackson and playing those big games. You know, and of course, I, growing up in Denham Springs, I saw a game or two uh, in Jackson. I'm, I'm familiar with some of that history. Was was that a doubleheader day? Did uh, did Ole Miss have a game that day? Not that day, uh, but we have we we played before a couple of uh, Jackson State games, and um, uh, I'm not sure if we played before an Ole Miss game or not. Uh, don't remember, 
But um, but I know we played before a couple of Jackson State games. What did uh what Coach Ballard have to say to you guys after the game? Well, when everything calmed down, um, you know, Coach Bryant actually came in our locker room after that game, and and uh, uh, you know, we were in there just going nuts, and and uh, we heard the doors slam, and and uh, but it, a hush kind of fell from those doors all the way to the back where I was and, and uh, Alabama Highway Patrolman got out a folding chair and Coach Bryant stood up on it and, and talked to us and just said, don't let any of these guys out here fool you. I think he was talking about, you know, reporters and stuff. They're going to say Alabama did this and Alabama did that. And they, they you know, said, no, y'all beat us today, guys. Y'all, do, y'all beat us today. Congratulations. And uh, then and when he went out, we went nuts again. But uh but Coach Ballard was pretty wrapped up with reporters and stuff, but, uh, but he was pretty proud of us. He, uh, he hugged my neck for a long time. That, that's, that's amazing, uh, John. You don't hear of that anymore. Uh, what what right. did it mean to you guys to see uh, uh, Bear Bryant walk in? I mean, it's, that's a pretty classy move to come in. And oh, there, there, there was nothing that. but class. He was very classy about it, you know, and, and all those stoic pictures you see of him leaning up against the goalpost, you know, down before the game with his, well, houndstooth hat and all that and and uh all you know just all the uh, aura about him and everything about him you know was just classy it seemed to be and and uh to be such a he, he wasn't a very loud guy you know he, he uh i'm sure he yelled at their, some of their practices but you didn't ever see him really get upset and all that kind of stuff so for him to come in there and do that it meant a lot to us what do you think about this Mississippi State team this year, and uh, how do you think uh, they match up against Alabama? I, I think they match up pretty good. You know, um, I hate that Alabama lost last week. You know, it's uh, bad timing for us. I think uh, um, uh, that we are catching hold of this offense, and I think they're getting more and more um, assured, assured of themselves and, and uh, feel better about making plays and are more relaxed and playing it. You know, it's – it's hard to play football if you got to think all the time. You need to be able to play, and and uh, and I think that's why I think our defenses have been so good over the years. They can play, and I think that's why um, our defense was good back in the '80s. You know, I mean, they uh, the early '80s they they could play, and uh, um, and they played hard and they were athletic, and and I think that's what's going to happen with this team. I think it's starting to gel. I think it's coming along. I think we're going to give them a scare Saturday. I think we're going to play really well. 